Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Hey guys, it's Daytree. Thanks for joining my show. I just wanted to let you know this is not a live show, so when I read out contact details, don't actually message in. You could be charged for it. All right, thanks and enjoy the show. other stuff we're gonna play games listen to music uh but first here is nothing breaks like a heart by mark ronson Nothing Breaks Like a Heart by Mark Ronson. Again, my name's Daytree. I'll be here on Wizard Radio Station for the next two hours, just me and you. Uh, so for the next two hours, we're gonna talk about Harry Potter because literally I just saw all the movies for like the first time and I realized what I was missing. And uh, my producer, James, is gonna come on and tell a story about how he tried to flirt with Haley Steinfeld, which I'm very excited for because I haven't heard the story yet. And we're gonna play games and all that stuff. So starting off, we're gonna play my favorite game that we always start off with, which is called DIY Food. So if you're new here and you don't know what that is, basically, I just make up a word and it's it's like a completely fake word and then I get you guys to send in suggestions as to what food dish you think that word would be. And like literally it can just be whatever you want because the word's fake. There's no like right or wrong answer. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty simple. Uh, we also really like detail. So I mean, if you if you have a food dish that comes to mind, send it, send it in. Uh, so the word for this week is <laughs> mard, M-A-R-D, which kind of sounds like lard but it's with an M, it's lard with an M. Um, so if you had a food dish that popped into your head when I said mard, send it in, um, make sure you use detail because those ones are usually the ones that get picked and yeah. So if you do have one, send it in, call or text us 07-807-183538. Our Twitter and Instagram is at WizRadio or you can email us station at wizardradio.co.uk. And again, if you missed it, the word is mard, M-A-R-D. So if you have a food dish that popped into your head when I said that completely fake word, send it in. And if you didn't have a food dish that popped in your head, make one up. <laughs> um, call or text us 07-807-183-538. Okay, while we are getting some of those in, I'm going to talk to you guys about an injury that happened this week. Okay, honestly, it's not really an injury. Like, I'm fine. And I'm just being really overdramatic. But Tristan and I were trying to make a TikTok video for his profile. 
And it literally took us so long. It took us like an hour and a half to make this video. And by the end of it, I was just like, okay, this is like not even worth it. We ended up making it anyways, but um, it required me to jump in his arms for one of the parts of it. And I don't know why, but like, I'm just stupid. <laughs> I just, I couldn't get that part down. Like I couldn't do it properly in front of a camera for some reason, I don't know why, but um, I ended up like banging my knee against his or was it against? I don't know. But like, it hurt so bad. I was literally like on the floor crying. Like I, I don't know. I felt like a child again. I was like actually in tears crying because my knee hurt so bad. I was like, I literally thought I popped on my kneecap or something. And I was fine after that. Like I put some frozen pierogies on it and it was good. But um, it was, you know, very, very rough time in my life. <laughs> Uh, but now I have like this giant bruise on my knee and it will not go away. And this happened, I think like a week ago, a week and a half ago. But yeah, it was, it was great. We eventually did get it once I stopped crying. <laughs> I was like, no, no, we can try again. But yeah, it was pretty stupid and it's fine now though. I mean, I'm good. Uh, but that brings me to my question for you guys. What is the dumbest way you've ever been injured? I love to hear about it. So send it in. You can call or text 07-807-183538 or our Twitter and Instagram is at WizRadio if you want to tweet us or DM us your story or email us station at wizardradio.co.uk. And again, the question was, what is the dumbest way you've ever been injured? Uh, so call or text 07-807-183538 and I will be reading out your responses right after the song. Here is Play by Jax Jones and Years and Years. Okay, that was Play by Jax Jones and Years and Years. Now I'm gonna read out your guys' responses to the question that I asked you before the song, which was, what is the dumbest way you've ever been injured? And mine was, um, mine was my knee. <laughs> but like, it wasn't really an injury. It was like more of a bruise that made me cry a lot, like a child. So that was fun, um, but now that I think of it, I'm pretty sure that happened like more than a week and a half ago because I was just looking at like the video that we posted for it and that was quite a while ago. Um, so yeah, but I just remembered like yesterday when I was looking at the bruise. Anyways, okay, I'm gonna read out your guys' responses now. This one's from Jason and he says, for Christmas two years ago, my parents bought me a trampoline for our back garden. I had wanted a trampoline for basically my whole life, so I was so excited, but it turned out to be a really bad idea. The amount of times I hit my head on one of the metal poles, OMG, <laughs> but one of the times I hit my head really hard on one of the springs and it hurt so bad. Oh my God, what kind of trampoline did your parents buy you? Because <laughs> I literally love trampolines too. Those are like my favorite thing as a child, I'm not gonna lie. Like I've always wanted one. I never got one, but I always went to my friend's houses to, you know, jump on them. But I have never injured myself on them. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what kind of trampoline they got you, but it sounds unsafe. <laughs> um, this one is from producer James and he says, I was laughing, oh, <laughs> I know this. I was laughing about Kanye West lyrics this week, fell into my bed from the ground, it was weird and hit my head on one of the metal poles on my bed and there was so much blood. It was not a good situation. I literally remember that. I had like FaceTimed him 15 minutes after that happened. And I was like, what is wrong with your head? Cause there was like this big, this big like gauze thing on his head. And I was like, like what happened? 
and he told me that story and I literally lost it, which was kind of mean, but at the same time I was like, okay, that's just, I can't, I literally can't. <laughs> I, I th hope you're okay now though. Um, okay, this one's from Ryan and he says, I threw a ball at someone, it missed, it bounced off the wall, hit me in the face and then knocked me over and I fell on the ground. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> that's what you get for throwing a ball at someone, Ryan. Um, no, this. I feel like that's happened like everyone. I don't know. Especially whenever I used to do gym in school when I like went to school. I feel like that happened to me like a lot. Especially when we were playing dodgeball or something. I don't know. I don't really have many memories of gym class in school. I tried to blank those out, never really liked it. But I do remember getting hit in the face a lot, like a ton of times. Um, my like reaction speed is really bad. Like I'll react to it after it happens. Um, so yeah, that's just great. Love that. Uh, this one's from Abby. And she says, when I was in class once, I was stapling pieces of paper. Oh no. I wasn't really paying attention though. And I accidentally stapled my finger. Oh my God. I screamed so loudly and it was so painful. Even worse though, is when you need to get it out of your finger. I cried a lot that day. Oh my God, that sounds so bad. Oh my god, I've only ever heard of things like that happening like online. So like, you know, I don't know if it's real. I mean, this is online too, I guess. But I mean, I, I feel like I believe you more. I feel, do you have a scar? I don't know. That has always been like a big fear of mine. So I, I was always really careful when I was stapling things. Another fear that's kind of like that <laughs> is getting my fingers like slammed in like a car trunk whenever you're like closing it. I don't know. I'm just... I'm very cautious, so like, things don't happen to me that often. <laughs> Only a bruised knee. Uh, this one's from Sharon, and she says, I don't understand how this happened, but I remember once this man shook my hand really hard, and then I looked at my hand, and it was really bruised. Whoa. That's when you know someone's shaking your hand too hard, lol. How did that even happen? <laughs> you must bruise really easily or something, because that's crazy. That must have been like... I'm trying to imagine that. That's crazy. I actually, wait. When I was younger, I used to bruise like all the time. But I think that's because like I didn't have iron or something. <laughs> I don't remember, but I don't know. I would literally like, mm, like hit my elbow on the wall and it would just have a bruise like two seconds later. And I don't know. I don't know. But during the summer, I always like, I just... You look at your legs and I just have like random bruises throughout my legs. I'm like, where do I get these? I don't understand. <laughs> this one's from Miriam and she says, I once walked into a glass door and smashed my face. Believe me, <laughs> when you're wearing glasses, it's not funny. I did have some scratches on the glasses and I had a pretty bruised nose. Oh my goodness. What was most embarrassing though, was that it happened in the mall. Oh, that is actually so bad. I thought you were talking about like at your house or something with like a glass door at the mall. <laughs> oh boy, I feel bad. That sucks. Um, I'm trying to think of like stories of people walking through doors that weren't actually doors. But all I can remember is Tristan's dad once was at a restaurant and they have like these fake doors on this restaurant and it goes to like the bar side of it. So like there's a restaurant side and there's a bar side. And he <laughs> tried to walk through the fake door. <laughs> and it was just a wall. <laughs> so 
So we like crashed into it. And I wasn't there, but I heard the story and I like literally died laughing because I don't know, just the thought of it is so funny. I'm such a bad person. Um, this one's from Ryan. And they say, in the middle of the night once, I must have heard, I must have turned over and hit my head on the bedside cabinet because I woke up with a really bad headache and blood was everywhere. Oh my goodness. I didn't realize though. So my mom woke me up, looked at me and screamed because there was blood all over my face. What the heck? <laughs> How do you wake up and hit your head and start bleeding and then just go back to sleep? <laughs> Literally me though. <laughs> I love that. Uh, this one's from Jess and she says, maybe when I tripped up an escalator, according to the man at the mall, it happens much more than you think. Or that time that I cut myself with a spoon. It was sharp. What? How do you cut? <laughs> what kind of spoon are you eating from? Oh my goodness. Oh wait, maybe a plastic spoon. Maybe, maybe? I don't know. Um, I'm, like a, I'm just thinking like a sharp metal spoon. That would be like a knife. That'd be like really bad. And tripping up an escalator. Oh my God, another one of my fears. Literally, ever since I've been little, whenever I get to, like to the end of an escalator, I just... Oh my god, I when I was little I used to think I'd get like sucked into it. I don't think that anymore, but I always feel like I'm gonna trip or something. Or clothes are gonna get caught in it. I don't know. That's just you know, it's just me. Uh this one's from Betty. And she says, I was walking down the street with my friend once and we were <laughs> really deep in conversation. So deep that I wasn't really paying attention and walked straight into a pole. <laughs> I didn't break anything, but I had a really big bump on my head and it hurt really bad. I love that. I've done that before. I swear I have. Like, literally. Or sometimes when Tristan and I are walking, we usually hold hands when we're walking downtown. And um, there's just so much downtown. And there's so many things you can run into. And <laughs> I usually don't pay attention either. And he's the one that's always, like, going around these things. But since I'm next to him, I always bump into things. And then we, we're both just like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's funny. It's great. I love that. Um, okay, I think that's all the responses we have for now. Yes, it is. Okay, thank you guys for sending those in. Um, that's all we have time for right now. So, yeah. Up next, we're going to start our Truth Be Told game. But first, here is You Make It Feel Like Christmas by Gwen Stefani. And speaking of Christmas, that's going to be this week's topic. Uh, we're going to play Truth Be Told, our game. If you don't know what Truth Be Told is, um, basically every week I make up a topic. I don't make up a topic. I mean, I guess I do. I say a topic and then you guys send in statements and comments about that topic. Make it true or false or whatever you want. And then James is going to read out the sentence to me and I'm going to have to guess whether they're true or false. And if I think they're true, I'm going to shout Truth Be Told. Because uh, that's the name of the game. Uh -huh. Okay, anyways. Yeah, the topic this week is Christmas. So, I mean, yeah. If you have, like, a fact about Christmas, or if you even don't have a fact, like, make one up and make it, you know, sound kind of real. Send it in, and we will play the game. Uh, so, call or text us, 07-807-183538. Our Twitter and Instagram is at WizRadio. Or email us, station at wizardradio.co.uk. And again, the topic was Christmas. So it's pretty broad. I'm actually so excited for Christmas. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, okay. Send in <laughs> a statement or comment about Christmas and make it true or false or, you know, whatever you want. I guess we'll see how well I know Christmas. 
I mean, usually when I tell myself I'm gonna do bad, I do good. So I think I'm gonna do horrible. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but yeah, again, <laughs> um, you can call or text us 07807183538 or our Twitter and Instagram is WizRadio if you wanna tweet or DM. Um, and we will be playing that game right after these next few songs. So here is Close to Me by Ellie Golding and Diplo. Uh, now we're going to play our Truth Be Told game. Uh, so I asked you guys to send in statements and comments about Christmas and making them true or false or whatever you wanted. And now James is going to read them out to me and we're going to see how well I know Christmas. So hi, James. Hi. Yes. Um, I must say, and. Um... I'm not sure what I said about last week or the week before where I said these are very good entries. I think you did, but yeah. yes, go ahead. Another fantastic week of entries. Oh, nice. I'm very impressed with some of the messages. Genuinely, I feel like I've learned a lot. Okay, okay. So, I'm scared. No, I, I think if you use your wits, if you're smart about it, you'll also be able to get them. But I have learned a lot in the past kind of five minutes. <laughs> All are you right. ready? Yeah. Okay, here's your first one. In from Will. In Japan, Santa Claus is actually a Buddhist monk called Hotei Osho. False. It's actually true. Are you wait really? Yeah, so in Japan they have a Buddhist monk called Hotei Osho who acts like Santa Claus. He brings presents to each house and leaves them for the children. Some thinks he has eyes in the back of his head, so children try to behave like he is nearby. What? I mean, it's not real. It's just like folklore, just like Santa Claus is folklore. Oh, boy. Okay, I'm doing bad already. <laughs> well, yeah, not the strongest start. Let's see how you do with this. From Naomi, if reindeers did pull Santa's sleigh, then they would definitely be female reindeers. True or false? Oh, false. It's actually true. What? Why? Because male reindeers shed their antlers in the winter. And the famous image is obviously of Santa's reindeer with their antlers. Uh -huh. See, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, unfortunately... Nice. Two wrong in a row. Not a good track record. All right, let's go <laughs> do this one. From Max. Eggnog was first made in America in 1845. False. That is false. Well done. Nice. For another point, what year do you think it was first made in America? 1920. All right, I'm definitely deducting a point for that. Um, no, you can't deduct a point. I only have one point. It was 1607. Oh, oh that so was, was so far ago. off. Right. I, it's okay. It's okay. Don't cry. Don't cry. I'm literally about to. You just deducted a point. I didn't deduct a point. You just oh, okay. got, got a zero instead of a one. Great. Great. Anyway, from Seb. There's a big Christmas tree in London every year, which is donated by Norway. True or false? Truth be told. That is true. Well done. That is true. It's donated as a thank you for our assistance during World War II. Aww, cute. Yeah. Um, from Isabel. Tinsel 
was invented in Vermont, the same place where Ben and Jerry's was invented? Choose be told. No, uh, that is false. Oh boy. No, um, Tinsel was actually invented in Germany. Love that. <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, so definitely not even an American thing. But close, oh I guess, Vermont. Um, from Lola. Okay. I might give you a moment to work out the maths after I've done this. The heck, I can't math. <laughs> if you had all of the gifts from listed in the 12 days of Christmas, you would have 212 gifts. Um, this might take me like an hour. <laughs> okay, well, we'll take your pick. True or false? False. It's false. Um, okay. I'll give you an easier one. Higher or lower? Higher. Well done. It's 364 gifts. Nice. Um, okay, from Brooke. I feel like you should definitely know this one. No pressure. Thanks. Nova Scotia, Canada. Mm-hmm, I know. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying that. as like, That was all like an in-between-the-lines sort of comment. <laughs> Nova Scotia, Canada is the biggest exporter of Christmas trees in the world. True or false? Uh, false. Wait, yeah. I'm just gonna, I don't even know Nova Scotia. I've never been there. <laughs> so you're going with false? Yeah. Okay, you're, unfortunately you're wrong. It's true. Oh my God, help me. <laughs> I live on the opposite side. Okay, well, I just thought that might be a bit of Canadian prize. pride. I would have thought, actually, that just on a whim, you'd have done true, just hoping the best for your country. Oh, that's, yeah, true. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I'm false. Um, from Sarah. Oh, there's more, great. This is your last one, don't worry. Okay. <laughs> um, from Sarah. In Britain, it is a law that you must visit church on Christmas Day. True or false? False. Are you sure? Yes. Unfortunately, that's true. What? It's a law? Yeah. Nobody, you don't have to follow the law. You don't get arrested if you don't follow the law, but it is a law. You don't, you don't get arrested if you don't follow. What? Yeah, it's just a law on a piece of paper because Britain is, like, officially a Christian country. So that's why our national anthem is God Saves the Save the Queen. Oh and so there's a lot of weird little things. Some things we do, some things we don't do. This being one of them. But it's a law that you must go to um, church on Christmas. And a part of that law is also you're not allowed to drive. You have to walk to church. What the heck? Yeah, but nobody, you don't follow it. There's no, it just is what it is. It's an old law. That's so weird. That is like the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Well, I'm sure we can find, let's find some strange Canadian laws whilst we're at it. Strange Canadian laws. <laughs> Here we go, there's a whole, well, here's an article. 36 strange laws you didn't realize existed in Canada. You've made us go down this rabbit hole now, Daytree. Oh, great. Wait a second, it's, it's not letting me accept. Okay, there you okay, go. Okay, good. Um, okay. 
in British Columbia, it's illegal to kill a Sasquatch. Oh, well, I knew that. In Vancouver, it was illegal to sell a stove on a Wednesday between the years 1947 and 1986. Why? Because that was the law. Um, okay. Um, in Oak Bay, you could be fined $100 if your parrot talks too loud. Oh my god. In Victoria, street entertainers aren't allowed to give kids balloon animals. Do you want me to stop? Because you're making me feel bad. Those are some laws that your country still has. That's, oh, that's great. Honestly, um, you can keep going. It's okay. Okay. Well, let's find out how well you did. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there were 10, let me just, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 opportunities for you to get oh, points. Like how many do you think you did? Like three? Four? Close. Oh, yeah, it was four. You got that one, right? Four out of ten. One point for saying the right four. No, just just four. Oh, I mean, we can do five out of eleven. It's the same percentage, really. Um, yeah, four out of ten. There we go. Um, you know what? You've had better weeks. You've also had worse weeks. That's true. That's very There's true. A, I'm not sure you have, actually. Wasn't there one you got one? I think so. Okay, so you've had worse week, so it's always a silver <laughs> lining. <laughs> True. Okay, well, um, thank you so much for reading those out to me. My I pleasure. really enjoyed getting them all wrong. And thank you guys so much for sending those in. Um, that was great. I mean, now I know a lot about Christmas, and I honestly might probably am going to forget by the end of this. But still, thank you. I love that. Um, okay, up next, I'm going to tell you guys a story, a weird, funny story that I found online. But first, here is Waste It On Me by Steve Aoki. That was Waste It On Me by Steve Aoki. Um, okay, so I found this story online, and I usually do this every week, and it's usually like a childhood story because those are relatable, and then I can relate to them usually. Anyways, I found this, and I'm going to tell you guys it because it totally is something I would do if I was in that situation when I was like a child. Okay, so here it is. When I was in the second grade, I was in a spelling bee and there were hundreds of people there. I had a fear of large crowds when I was a child, so I intentionally missed the first word I got so I wouldn't have to stand up in front of any everyone anymore. I even remember the word. It was simmer. <laughs> and I spelt it S-I-M-E-R, so I missed the M. I remember the joy I had of not having to go up anymore in front of everyone. I also remember how all the joy was stripped from me when I realized I knew every single word that was presented to the students that day. The lesson I learned is to always commit and complete. <laughs> the feeling of failure is a lot more fulfilling than the feeling of <laughs> knowing you were afraid to even try. Um, okay, honestly, me. Like, literally, that's something I would do. I, as a kid, I hated that too. And that reminded me of when I was younger. I don't think it was grade two, it was like grade four or something. But I was doing a piano recital and there was tons of people there. And I had just gotten into piano. Um, like I had been doing it for about a month and a half. And I can like play piano by ear, so I don't really need to read music for it. But anyways, she's like, my piano teacher decided to put me in the recital anyways even though I had only like read music for like a month and a half. So I was not that good. And she gave me this pretty 
intense song. It was like the Pink Panther or something. I really wanted to do that one, but it was really difficult. Definitely probably shouldn't have done that <laughs> because as soon as I went up there, I forgot everything. And it's not like I did it on purpose so I didn't have to do it. Like I tried and I couldn't even find the keys. Like I was so scared. And it also didn't help that I had like a little keyboard. So I don't know, it was just way tinier than an actual like piano. So I would practice on the keyboard and then go to a normal piano. It just, it didn't really work. <laughs> and that was like the most embarrassing point in my whole entire life. And to make it even better, my dad was recording it on his phone the whole time. And he still has that recording and he tries to show people it. Um, I don't really care now, but when I was younger, I would literally freak out if he tried to show anybody it. Cause I was like, you are not showing anybody. Cause it wasn't bad. Like I, oh, it was bad. And then I literally, I just, I walked off stage and I was like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> so, I mean, that was, that was great. Great childhood memory. But as for like the spelling bee thing, I could, I could see myself just messing up to not have to do it. Like that is totally something I would do as a kid. Um, but yeah, there's my weird, funny childhood story of the week. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Um, up next, we're going to launch our voting for DIY food. But first here is Bad Liar by Imagine Dragons. That was Bad Liar by Imagine Dragons. Okay, now we're gonna launch the voting for DIY food, the game that we played earlier. I asked you guys to send in food dishes for the fake word marred, which sounds like lard, which is honestly, I love that. Um, so we got, we got some, we picked three of our favorites and now they're gonna be put into a public vote. I'm gonna read them out for you right now though. Uh, Lauren says, Mard is a flavor of ice cream. It's a mixture between lemon and mango with a hint of strawberry, which honestly sounds really good. I love fruity ice cream and I could go for some of that right now. Uh, Jaden says that Mard is a big winter dish when you have Four courses, including a big steak, mashed potatoes, vegetables, butternut squash, soup, and a large pumpkin spice coffee cake. Oh my God, that is so specific. I love that. Um, that one's from Jaden. And then Monique, I think I said that right. Um, she said Mard is a pudding that is chocolate flavored with marshmallows on top with a custard. And that sounds really good too. Those sound, that sounds pretty like Christmassy, I think. Pretty sure. Anyways, those are our choices, so go to our Listen Live page, vote for them. By the end of this, we will see who won DIY food game. And thank you guys so much for sending those in. Up next is Hurts Like Hell by Madison Beer. Coming up within the second hour, we are going to be talking about a lot of things. We're gonna be playing song flip. I'm gonna tell you guys a life lesson. Um, talk about Harry Potter because I mean like, yes, it's old, but I'll tell you about it. Um, but first I wanna tell you guys about a really dumb, dumb purchase. So my boyfriend Tristan was telling me about this the other day and I died. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, I'll tell you the story, but I don't know. I just, I can't like, I literally, okay, you'll see, you'll see. Anyways, it's about a dumb purchase. So um, when he was a kid, I think it was like rounded up for birthday money or Christmas gifts or something. He got around like three to $400 from like a ton of family. And um, whenever he got money, <laughs> he tried to spend it like right away. He was one of those kids. I never was, I always saved my money, but you know, he always liked to spend it. So he had like 300, $400 as a child. And I think he was in like grade seven. So he was around 12 or 11. Anyways. Um, <laughs> 
that was, I think it was like right around badminton season, like for the school. Cause I don't know, they play badminton for like a few months and then sometimes it's basketball. Anyways, he decided to buy a really, really, really expensive badminton racket with the $300 that he got. And literally they went to the store and he got the most expensive one he could that is supposed to be for professional players. And it was like $350 for a badminton racket. <laughs> and then he thought that, um, you know, it'd be good. And he just, he'd be really good at playing then because it's like the best racket ever. It's like the lightest thing ever. And he's just so happy about it. And he didn't even make the tea. <laughs> oh my God. I like died when he told me that. Cause I was like, well, I mean, at least you kind of like, you got some use out of it, you know? But he didn't even make the badminton tea. Which I just, I can't. Like, I don't know. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> I kind of feel bad, but it was a long time ago. And it's still sitting in his closet at his old house. And it hasn't been touched for like years. And they can't really resell it because nobody wants it because it's an old model now. But I don't know. I just thought that was hilarious. I would never do that as a kid though. I was always saving my money and trying to find just deals and like things that are on sale because then I could just, you know, save my money. I just, that's how I thought, but I don't know. Um, anyways, <laughs> the question that I have for you guys is what is the dumbest thing you've ever spent a lot of money on? Which is a great question. I am actually so excited to hear your responses. So if you do have something, you can send it in, call or text us 07-807-183538. Our Twitter and Instagram is at WizRadio if you want to tweet or DM us. Um, and again, the question was, what's the dumbest thing you've ever spent a lot of money on? So again, call or text us 07-807-183538. Or our Twitter and Instagram is at WizRadio. And I will be reading out your responses very, very, very shortly. Uh, but first, here is Polaroid by Jonas Blue. That was Polaroid by Jonas Blue. Okay, um, so we're, we're talking about Harry Potter now. I'm that person now. <laughs> Great, but um, I don't know. It's just, okay. I just, for some reason, I just never really got into it. I never watched the movies when it was actually out. And I had only watched the first two and a half movies and then I was done with it. But I was really young at the time. So I didn't really understand what was going on. And I tried to tell Tristan that I was like, you know what? I don't want to watch Harry Potter. It's not my thing. I, well, I don't like that. And then he just, I don't know. I don't know how he always does this, but he convinced me to start watching them. And I was like, I actually kind of like got into it. And I was like, you know what? This is actually a decent movie. Like it's, it's not as bad as I thought it was in my head. And then give it like, I don't know. It was like a week and a half and we finished all the movies because <laughs> we watched a little bit like every single night. And honestly, like it was actually really good. And now I'm excited to go to the Harry Potter world in I think Orlando when we go, cause we were going there initially and I was like, eh, I don't wanna go there. But now I actually want to. And I think like one thing is I just didn't really like Harry Potter initially either is because we had to read the very first book in school. And usually when <laughs> I have to like read books in school, it's just, you know, it's not as fun as it would be just doing it alone. I don't know. I feel like school just kind of ruined it a little bit, but I, I got over that. Now it's actually pretty decent. And um, I feel weird talking about it because it's like, everyone's already like, you know, I've already seen Harry Potter. Like it's, it's been years since it came out, but like, I literally just watched it now and I want to just talk about it. <laughs> 
So that's a weird feeling. But I mean, I guess that is something I loved and enjoyed from this past week. Honestly, that has just literally been our past week. It's just, you know, just going through the day and then at nighttime, we just, we watch Harry Potter. And now it's over and I don't know what to do with my life anymore. So gotta find something else to watch. But yeah, that's, that's about it. That was great. If you want to share with me what you loved or enjoyed from this past week, you can send it in or DM me on Insta or whatever. I love reading those. Up next, I'm going to read your responses to the question that I had asked earlier, which is what is the dumbest thing you've ever spent a lot of money on? So if you haven't sent that in, send it in. <laughs> but first here is Lost Without You by Freya Ridings. All right, now I'm going to read your guys' responses to the question that I asked earlier, which is what's the dumbest thing that you've spent a lot of money on? So yeah, I'm very excited to read these. The first response we got is from Aaron, and he says, One year before I went on vacation, I decided that I wanted to have a really good tan. <laughs> so I went to Walmart and I bought a ton of fake tan, came home and started spraying myself. I didn't think it through very well. I had never touched fake tan since. <laughs> and obviously I can't spray all over my body because that's physically impossible. My mom walked into the bathroom. There was fake tan everywhere. <laughs> I looked like I was made of gold or something because it was so orange and so patchy. <laughs> it all mostly came off in the shower with a good scrub, but I went to school the next day and there was still some on my arms, which was so embarrassed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be really careful with fake tan. I think I talked about this a few weeks ago on my radio show because, what was it? Somebody had like a tanning mitt, which I don't really know what it is, but she had a tanning mitt as a sock and then she put the sock on for the day. And then when she took the sock off at the end of the day, her foot was like, literally so orange and tan compared to her actual skin color, which was like super pale, which was actually like really funny. But um, yeah, I've always been so scared to touch fake tanner and all of that stuff. Like honestly, like, I don't know, usually when people, <laughs> when people do it, you can just tell that it's fake. I don't know. Usually like you can tell what's fake and what's real for a tan. I don't know how I can tell. I just, I don't know, but I have tried to use like this leg tint tan stuff before and it kind of worked. Like, I mean, it made my legs look a little bit tanner. Like it wasn't that crazy, like an actual fake spray tan, but it did smell really, really bad. So I don't really like using it because <laughs> it just smells so bad and you can just smell it all day. It kind of smells like, like rotten crackers. <laughs> you know what that smells like? Like really stale old like crackers or old bread. I don't know. It's just really gross. This one is from Daytree underscore McLean on Instagram. And she says the dumbest purchase I made was when I had about $500 from saving up from Christmas and my birthday. I bought a really fluffy blanket and it was supposed to last five to 10 years. It ripped right in the middle. I was so mad. You spent $500 on a blanket? That's something I would do. Um, yeah, it's like my heated blanket. Did I tell the story? I think I told the story on my YouTube. Anyways, I bought a heated blanket. Best thing in the world. So excited for it. I've always wanted one since I've been like 11. And they are just the best things ever if you're always cold, which I am always cold. 
And if I get Tristan to turn up the heat, then he's like super hot. So I, I was like, yeah, I'll be the nice person. I'll get the heated blanket and then we won't have to worry about that. And then like literally, I got the heated blanket. It was like $80, so it wasn't 500, which was fine. But, oh, oh my God, I used it once. And I was like, this is the best blanket ever. I love this thing. And then, oh my God, I just, I use it twice. I try to use it for a second time and it's broken. It just doesn't work. And I, I've tried everything I can to make it work. Unplugging it, resetting it, and it just doesn't work anymore. I don't know what happened or what I did or if I even did anything, but yeah, that's super sad and I feel betrayed. <laughs> My heated blanket, it, I just, I don't know, it just betrayed me. But it's it's still a really comfy blanket if you get past the wires in it. <laughs> so we, we still kind of use it. Uh, this one's from Ella and she says, a few weeks ago, I got highlights in my hair. I spent like $80 on these highlights and they're so ugly. I'm dying it back my natural color this week, I think. Oh no, that is literally the worst. Hair fails, hair mistakes. I hate when you go to a hairdresser and you ask them for something and they don't know how to do it, like how you're saying. Like that's happened to me so many times. I have finally found the perfect hairdresser who just knows what I want and she gets it perfect every single time. But it took me years to find her, literally. And I have found, like I've, I've gone to so many people to try to get my hair the color that I wanted it to be. And every time it's been different. It's every single time. Um, and I don't know, initially I remember one time I asked for like platinum hair, which is kind of like the hair I have now. It's like really, really light blonde. And sometimes it looks white, just depending on the lighting. But I asked for that. And then she gave me like these really chunky highlights and it was like silver. It was like actual silver. It wasn't like blonde whitish how I normally would. It was like chunky silver highlights in my light brown hair. And I looked like a tiger. <laughs> Honestly, I just, oh my God. And then literally, I don't know what she used, but it was like a week later and it was basically all rinsed out. So it wasn't the best place to go to but I totally feel you. I totally feel you. Okay, this one's from Macy. And she says, I almost, oh wait, I spent almost $300 on five seconds of summer tickets, which I didn't even get to go to because people canceled on me. I got bummed out and I didn't want to go alone. I couldn't even see them online. So that was a total waste. Grr, it still annoys me just thinking about it. Ooh, you should have sold the tickets. Like, I mean, probably not for $300 because you wouldn't have got them for that. But you should have, like, I don't know, sold them for a little bit cheaper so you could have gotten your money back. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, that, that'd be horrible. <laughs> I don't know what I would do in that situation if no one wanted to go with me. That would suck. Uh, this one's from Lisa. And she says, I once bought a family-sized pizza and stuffed crust with my own money and all for myself. I was alone and I was really hungry, but like, I didn't realize how big it was going to be. And it turns out that I wasn't really that hungry. I ate like two slices and I was done. See, that's like the best part though. I do, <laughs> I do the same thing, except I don't consider it a mistake. <laughs> Cause then you like, you know, you only eat two pieces and then you have breakfast for the next day. And then you have like lunch for the next day and dinner until you finish the pizza, unless it was like gross. Cause then if it was gross pizza, I wouldn't want to eat it. But yeah. Go big or go home, you know? Uh, this one's from Tony. And he says, okay, well, I don't think this was a dumb way to spend <laughs> my money, but my mom was so mad at me. 
I decided to buy three strobe lights for my room so I could just have cool parties in my room by myself. I still have them and it doesn't make for insane nights, lol. It doesn't make for insane nights? Oh my god. Aww. I like that though. You didn't say how much money you spent on them, but I could, uh, I could, I feel like it could be like around a hundred dollars. I really want to get like these hue, these Philips hue lights. And if you just like replace the light bulbs in your house, you can control the lighting from your phone and you can like make it whatever color you want, like pink or purple or just anything. It's like one of those color boards that you can pick from and you could just, that's like the coolest thing ever. I want those so bad for the apartment. I feel like that would look so cool at nighttime. It, I mean, I think it'd look cool in pictures too, but um, the light bulbs, like per one light bulb, I think it's like a hundred dollars. <laughs> Pretty sure last time I checked. So um, I don't know if I want to spend that much money on just light bulbs because that's a little bit crazy, but you know, maybe one day, maybe that's what I should have asked for for Christmas. Everyone keeps asking me what I want, but I, I don't really know. That's actually a really good idea. Okay, anyways, this one's from Megan and she says, this isn't one thing, but when I first got my iPhone two years ago, I was just like accepting charges and buying stuff off apps. And I did not realize how much money I was spending. <laughs> at the end of the first month, I looked at my bank account and I had spent all of my money on packs and upgrades. Oh, and download photo editing apps. Oh my goodness. I totally did not notice and I felt so stupid afterwards. I now like barely ever pay for things on my phone or pay for upgrades or points or other on apps because <laughs> I, I got such a fright. Oh yeah, you have to be like really careful. That stuff gets you because it's, you know, you're on apps and it's like only, it's only a dollar. It's only a dollar for this upgrade. And then you end up like buying a yearly subscription. I literally did that the other day on this photo editing app. Um, it, I'm like, I use it for making thumbnails on YouTube. So I mean, I guess it's kind of worth it. But I, I don't know, I spent like $80 for a yearly subscription. But initially when I saw like the charge, I was like, why did I spend $80 on an app? Like what? I was so confused. And then I realized it was, it was for a whole year. So I mean, I guess it's not that bad, especially if you're using it for things like thumbnails because I post every single week. But yeah, you gotta be careful. <laughs> I feel that. Uh, okay, this one's from Chris and he says, once I was dared by a friend to buy a bulletproof vest and wear it to school. <laughs> I don't know why, although it feels like kind of a good idea, TBH, but I didn't realize how much they can cost. I must have spent like $100 on this bulletproof vest, which now sits in my wardrobe. I've worn it once for school as a joke, and that's it. Ooh, that sucks. <laughs> Can't really relate to this one. Um, actually, wait, yes, I can. I buy things all the time that I don't need or I don't wear or I wear once and then I'm like why the heck did I buy that that's so ugly so I understand you I feel your pain you should just sell it <laughs> I don't even know you could like buy bulletproof vests honestly I mean I guess you can but I've just never looked for them I guess um okay that is all the responses we have time for now thank you guys so much for sending those in like I said before like I I loved reading those those were great up next, I'm going to tell you guys a life lesson that I learned this week. But first, here is Going Bad by Meek Mill. That was Sunflower by Post Malone and Sui Lee. Okay, uh, life lesson time, you guys. Every week, I tell you guys a lesson that I learned this week. 
I usually it's not like a big life lesson type thing. Like, you know, when you hear life lesson, you're, you're just kind of like, that must be huge. I mean, it's not really like, it's, it's more of a silly thing. It's kind of stupid. But anyways, my lesson for this week is sometimes like when I'm shopping, I see something really cute. And like immediately I fall in love with it. I'm like, I need that thing. Like I need it. And then I check to see if they have any of my sizes, which they usually don't. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. But usually when I find things, all the smalls are gone. And then sometimes they have medium, which is fine. It's, it's okay. And then, but mostly they have large and extra large. I think it's because I always find things that everyone's already picked through, which is, I mean, it kind of makes sense because like I usually fall in love with these things. So everyone else probably likes them enough too to buy them. But anyways, I end up getting the one that's closest to my size. So in this instance, I got a large shirt that I'm actually wearing right now, um, which I could have gotten a small, but like they didn't have it there. And they didn't even have a medium, which kind of sucked. So I got a large baggy, baggy shirt. I didn't even try it on. Um, but I came home and I tried it on and I was like, I cannot wear this in public. Like this is, I look crazy. It's, it's huge. And even like trying to tie it, I still look crazy. So, I mean, now I just use it as like pajamas, like a nightshirt type thing. And it's really comfortable. And I mean, it's still fine. But at the same time, it's, it's kind of like, you know what? What did I just do? And it actually wasn't that expensive. But I also do this with kind of expensive things too. Like even if it's $40, like a jacket, if it's too big, I'll buy it anyways. And I'll get home and I'll be like, oh, I'm never going to wear this. So, I mean, that's kind of an issue. Um, I need to stop buying things in the wrong size. And yeah, I mean, that's that's the lesson. Stop buying things that don't fit you properly. Same would go for like extra small things. I remember one time I was online shopping, like Fashion Nova or something, and they were literally all out of every size except for extra small. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. And it came in the mail. And I looked like I was 12 again because it was like so tiny, like the shirt I bought, oh my God. So yeah, that's that's my life lesson for the week. I think you can mostly agree with me. I mean, I did get something out of it. I do have a really comfortable shirt on right now, but at the same time, I can't like, I can't like wear it as an outfit, you know? So that kind of sucks. But yeah, there we go. Um, up next, James is going to be telling us about his, <laughs> <laughs> him trying to flirt with Haley Steinfeld. I'm so excited to hear that. Um, but first, here is Come Out and Play by Billie Eilish. That was Come Out and Play by Billie Eilish. Okay, so for this week's topic, um, producer James, he is going to come in and tell his story about what happened and his unsuccessful flirting with Haley Steinfeld when he was interviewing her. I have not heard this yet, so that's why I'm so excited to hear it. Um, so, hi, James. Hi. Um, Welcome back. Thank you very much. So, okay, I'm going to preempt this story by saying I've been excited to meet Haley Steinfeld for about two years. Okay. And about a month ago, I got an email saying, Haley Steinfeld's in the new Transformers film Bumblebee. Do you want to come and interview her? And also John Cena and Travis Knight, who directed the film. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And I was like, you know, I knew who her boyfriend was previously. I knew they broke up. There were rumors that she might have been dating Niall, but no confirmation. <laughs> so I was like, now is my time. 
So I was literally like, I planned it so perfectly. Like I shaved. I, I was. I didn't shave because I was like, oh, maybe I won't shave. Maybe like, because it was the day before. I was like, do I shave? Will it look too thin? And I was like, yeah, okay, but better to come on with like a fuller looking beard than just like nothing. <laughs> so I'm probably like thinking this through. First thing that went wrong, as you already said, the night before, I was laughing about some Kanye West lyrics, collapsed onto my bed, whacked my head onto my the, one of the metal poles on my bed, and basically cut open my eyebrow. And there was blood everywhere. And then the next day, there's like a big bump and it's like big, like, I don't know, like gash or something on there. It wasn't good. <laughs> so that kind of threw it off immediately, but I was like, no, it's fine. I'm going to have to win this one on personality now, not on good looks. Yeah. So, um, we, the interview was in a hotel and um, the way it works is when they're being interviewed by the person before you, you sit outside the room and then you get that person comes out, you get called in. They'll maybe have like a touch up of their makeup in between. So I'm sitting outside just like on my phone expecting she's being interviewed by someone. How wrong was I? So I'm caught off guard. She's not in the room yet. She walks past me to go into the room. I'm looking like some sort of, you know, I'm not ready yet. I'm not in the zone. So I look like (laughs) some sort of like hamster or something. Just some little creep sitting outside her hotel room. Um, And literally when she walks past, the whole world stops. It's like slow motion. It's like, I don't know if you've seen like the trailer for Baywatch. It's like, it's like everything's in slow motion. She's wearing this kimono and it's like, I don't know. It's almost, it's almost too perfect. Anyway, they do her makeup, whatever. About a minute later, I get called into the room and I'm now thinking, what am I going to say? Like, how am I going to charm her? Because when you sit down, like they adjust the camera, make sure the microphone's in the right position. So you've got about 30 seconds to a minute there. To like yeah. get something in and usually i'd use that time to like make them feel comfortable or try to make them laugh that's what you should do try to make get like a little chuckle out of them so that it just puts off on a bit more equal footing because otherwise yeah. they're serious and you're serious and this is like an interview about a film so i try to <laughs> you know try to keep it nice and upbeat so i'm thinking what am i gonna say they call me in so i'm gonna go with a bit of like a I don't know. I'm going to go for this angle. So I sit down and go, just so you know, this interview has been a long time coming. Which I'm like, is a nice thing to say because it sounds like I've been, you know, wanting to meet you for a long time. But also (laughs) just like a bit cheeky. (laughs) Like, this has been a long time coming. So I'm like, that's the, to me, that is the perfect balance between sarcasm and lovely to meet you. You know? Mm-hmm. She doesn't think so. She responds and she goes, what? And I go, as in like this interview has been a long time coming. She goes, oh, okay. And then I go, and then I'm like, I don't know where to go from this. Because I was expecting her to like laugh or something. And there's still time. They're still adjusting the camera. So I go, I've written loads of questions, like a hundred questions. But don't worry, I've whittled it down. At which point, I now look like a crazed fan. And she just goes, okay then, let's see what we get from this. And I'm like, heartbroken. 
So like, the rest of the interview, I'm just sat there trying to be nice, just thinking, you know what? You're not even that pretty. Like, I'm so angry. Like, it just failed. Like, most people, like, okay, Sabrina Carpenter. I know it's different because I've met Sabrina Carpenter a lot before. And we, yeah. like, like we, fo- we follow each other. So there's a better relationship there. I, if I went up to her and I was like, this has been a long time coming, she'd be like, oh, has it now? Like, she'd play along. Hayley mm-hmm. shot me down. <laughs> I was so I think embarrassed. She was like confused by what you were saying. She didn't understand it. Well, she should have understood. I was joking, trying to have a bit of a laugh. She just didn't take it that way. So I was so embarrassed. <laughs> what you also might, for context, not realize here, what and what makes it even more damning, is that there were about five other people in the room whilst this was happening. Oh, yeah. All listening in. You've got her PR, her manager, the person from the like film company. The two, There's two cameras to the people filming and sound. So everybody has heard this and everybody has heard this defeat. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. That's so, so good. So now I don't even know what to say about this interview. I'm, it's on my show next Friday, 4 till 7 UK time. And I just don't even know how I'm going to introduce it because... I'm so humiliated. <laughs> I want to hear it. Oh my gosh, I need to. Sorry. That's so good. I love that. So the interview is filmed, so you'll be able to watch the interview too and just kind of see the awkwardness. I think oh, she God. played it like a pro when the cameras were rolling. I was still a bit like offended. Oh boy. And now, <laughs> what if she hears this? Um, You know what? I've considered that because I was thinking about how we were going to promote this segment. And I was like, you know what? If she cared, she should have cared back then. <laughs> she had her shot with me. Now she's actually annoyed me. I'm going, she's she's a Sagittarius, perfect. She's half Jewish, perfect. It was all so perfect until we actually met. That's so funny. I love how you're like overthinking everything too. I'm not, okay? Accord- <laughs> not, okay, firstly, According to Google, Aquarius and Sagittarius is a very good match. I don't actually believe in horoscopes until I, I read know, that. I don't even believe in that. What? And then I got my Spotify 2018 report through. I listened to more Sagittarius artists than anybody else. Oh my gosh. So, you sound crazy. <laughs> I sound. I know I sound crazy. I'm not helping my case here. No. But anyway, I'm disappointed. <laughs> Well, thank you for telling that story. I'm actually dying right now. I love that so much. I love laughing at other people's pain. That sounds so bad. (laughs) But just other people's embarrassment. It just, it makes me laugh. Um, But that brings me to the question for you guys. When is the time that you embarrassed yourself by trying to flirt and failing with someone that you had a crush on? Um, That's the question. (laughs) If you do have a story for me, send it in. Call or text us 07807-183538. Twitter and Instagram is at WizRadio. And again, question-wise, in case you missed it, when is the time that you embarrass yourself by trying to flirt and failing with someone you had a crush on? Call or text 07807-183538. Email is station at wizradio.co.uk. Or Twitter and Instagram is at WizRadio if you want to tweet or DM us. And I will be reading out your responses right after this song. So here is Whisper by 303. Okay, I asked you guys before that, when is the time that you embarrass yourself in front of a crush by trying to flirt and it just did not work out? It just failed. 
So we have some responses. I'm going to read them out right now. This one's from Kevin and he says, I was out with my friends at the mall and I saw this girl that I had a crush on, but not like a massive crush, just like a decent sized crush. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, she was just on her own. So I went up to her and I said, hi, and started talking. Like I'm never this confident ever. And it's going so well. Then this guy comes up to her and starts talking and then they start acting like they're dating. <laughs> so I walk away like whatever. And then I hear her say to him, thanks for doing that. He was a bit of a creep. I was humiliated. They weren't even dating, they were just friends. Wow, that sounds so mean. Oh my God, she sounds, mm, um, she sounds kind of mean. If somebody did that to me, I would just, I would just be nice and have a conversation. That's so mean though. Oh my God, the poor thing, the poor thing. Okay, um, this one's from Maddie. And she says, when I get a crush on someone, I literally obsess about them so much. And then when I see them, it's like seeing a celebrity because I've made my whole life about them. Once there was this guy that I had a massive crush on um, and this guy, and then he turned around to ask me a question in class. I literally couldn't get a word out of my mouth. I was just frozen. It was so embarrassing. Oh, that reminds me of Mean Girls in the movie. Like, you know, get, oh, wait, she doesn't freeze, but it kind of happens like that. That's so cute. Oh my goodness. I actually have like no way of relating to like any of these stories because I have completely blanked out every embarrassing thing that's happened to me. Like literally something bad will happen. I embarrass myself like on the daily. Like it's just, it's what I do now. I've kind of accepted it. But when it comes to crushes and stories and like all of that stuff, especially in like middle school and everything, I just... I blank it out and I totally forget about it. I don't know. It's like, it's a good thing that I do and also a bad thing at the same time. <laughs> so love that. Okay, this one's from Colette and she says, once I walked up to this boy in the hallway who I had a crush on, like I'm, qu I'm quite a confident person usually. So I wasn't nervous about it at all. I walked up to him and then after a minute he goes, <laughs> you know you have toilet paper on your shoe, right? You know you have toilet paper on your shoe, right? Oh my God. It was game over right then. <laughs> I ended up dating him, but like two years later in high school, we always had that memory as our first moment. Now we're broken up though. Aww, that sucks. But okay, that I loved that. That was, that's so funny. And the fact that you guys end up dating after, oh my God, I love that. That's great. Um, okay, that is all the responses we have for now. So thank you for sending those in. Um, I'm going to read out the winners for DIY food, the game we played earlier. The fake word was Mard, M-A-R-D. And I asked you guys to send in food dishes. You guys did your votes and we'll see who wins. So Jaden said that Mard is a big winter dish where you have four courses, steak, mashed potatoes, vegetables, squash soup, butternut squash soup, and um, pumpkin spice coffee cake. I'm sorry. You got 7%, Jaden. I'm, I'm sorry. That sounds really good though. Uh, this one's from Lauren, and she says, Mard is a flavor of ice cream. It's a mixture between lemon, mango, and a hint of strawberry, which honestly, I love that. That sounds so good. That, that sounds like gelato. Like, I love that so much. You got 27%. And then Monique, I think I'm saying that right. I don't know, I'm so sorry if I'm saying that wrong. You said, Mard is a pudding that is chocolate flavored with marshmallows on top with custard. And that sounds really good really like Christmassy. You got 66%, which is really, really high. 
Uh, so good job, Monique. You won that one. I am so proud of you. Um, and that is all we have for today. So thank you guys so much for joining. I will be on next week at the exact same time. And if you want to check out any of my social medias, they're all just Daytree, which is just my name. So yeah, I will see you guys next week. Thank you for coming. Uh, here is Santa Tell Me by Ariana Grande. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.